You might be somebody that's sick at home. You might be somebody that's dealing with a disease or a sickness in your body. You can be healed by the power of God tonight. And I want you to know that we're live here in the studio tonight. That means that I'm taking calls. So if you want to call in, if you have a prayer request, you're saying, I need a miracle in my life. Listen, a miracle is when God interrupts the natural dealings of man with his supernatural power and does something that man cannot explain outside of the miraculous power of God. If you need that miracle, call in tonight, uh, 313-838-1035. I'll be live for the next hour 313-838-1035. Someone you're dealing with migraine headaches tonight. You can be set free by the power of God. Someone you're listening, you've been dealing with depression. Call in tonight. You can be set free by the power of God. I'll tell you this testimony before we get into our teaching tonight. I was preaching uh, in London, England. I was away for two weeks. And while I was preaching there, God began to show up with His power. One sister came in to the meeting and she had a tumor in one of her breasts. And I said, by the Spirit of God, there's somebody here tonight. You have a tumor in your left breast. I want you to come forward. Well, there was about maybe 100 people in the service. And one particular woman, she came forward. And I prayed for her. And I sent her to the bathroom. And I said, I want you to go check to see if that tumor is still there. Well, she came back the first time. And she said, yes, it's still there. And I checked my spirit and I said, it doesn't seem right because the Lord told me he was going to heal somebody in here tonight that had a tumor in their breast. I said, well, go back and check it again. Well, she came back and she still had it. And by now the pastors of the church are looking and thinking, uh, maybe we shouldn't have invited this guy all the way from America to come preach in the UK. But I said, listen. I want you to go back there one more time, and I want you to check to see if it's there. I know by the Spirit of God He's healing you. Well, she had faith. She went back there, and she came walking through the doors, and this time it wasn't the same woman. She was crying. She was hunched over. She was weeping. The power of God was all over her. And I said, why are you crying, sister? And she says, I went back there to check, and that tumor is gone, and that thing is gone, and it has not returned, and there's no way you can explain it outside of the healing power of Jesus Christ. Now, there'll be, there'll be people that are skeptics, but you can go on Facebook, on my Facebook page, and listen to her testimony as she rejoices in the fact that Jesus Christ set her free. Well, why are you telling me this, preacher? I'm telling it to you tonight because it says in Romans chapter 2 and verse 11 that God is not a respecter of persons. There is no need for you to allow cancer to eat your body away, friend. You can receive a miracle tonight. This night, this Saturday night, can be your night to receive a touch from the supernatural power of God. If you need prayer, call in 313-838-1035. I want to pray with you, and I want to pray for you tonight in the name of Jesus. Tonight, I want to remind you that all of our broadcasts are archived on our podcast, On the Road with Chris Palmer. You just go to iTunes. You just download the uh, the, the podcast off of iTunes, On the Road with Chris Palmer. I put preachings up there sometimes. I put the show up there sometimes, although I haven't updated it lately, but... I'll update it, you know, we'll have someone updated this week, so you can catch up with our broadcast if you have been missing it. Also, I want to remind you that we are a listener-supported broadcast, so if this has been a blessing to you in any way, you can write to us at CPM, P.O. Box 403, Wald Lake, Michigan, 48390, and we appreciate your prayers and financial contributions, but tonight... 
I want to minister one of the essences of the believer's walk. Yeah, I have a lot of people that ask me, they say, Reverend Palmer, how do I operate in the supernatural power of God? How can I begin to become on fire with the things of God? How do I move deeper into the mention of the things of the Spirit? And there are different things I could minister on to you, but I want to talk about the gateway, accessing that tonight. And the very first step, we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. I've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit. I talked about the Spirit of God as your master teacher to lead you and direct you into what the Word of God has to say. But I want to talk tonight about the Spirit of God as the baptizer. The word baptism, friends, simply means to immerse or to dip. Every time you jump off a diving board, you're baptizing yourself in water. Of course, that's not water baptism, but in the definition of the word it means to completely dip it means to immerse you baptize a donut every time you dunk it into coffee every time you eat oreos and you drop it in a milk you're baptizing that oreo into milk that's what the word means and so when we talk about water baptism we're talking about uh, baptizing ourselves in water it's a symbolic expression it's an outward uh, evidence of what happened inward with us but when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, what that simply means is that you will receive the fullness of the Spirit of God outwardly to launch you into a walk of power. And I want to talk to you tonight about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I was talking to a friend this week, and we were talking about the baptism in the Spirit. And I said to him, you know, I noticed that when I watch preachers preach, uh, I don't need for them to tell me where they're from. For me to know if they've been baptized in the Holy Ghost or not. And not just with people that preach, but believers. A lot of times I can tell right off the bat which preachers or which believers have been baptized in the Holy Ghost and which ones haven't. Now, I'm not saying the baptism of the Holy Ghost is necessary for your salvation. But what I'm saying is if you want to go deeper in the things of the Spirit, the Bible says in Acts chapter 1-8, and you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. If you're a Christian, and you're looking to go deeper, the baptism of the Spirit is your answer. And he said, yep, yeah, because your Spirit bears witness that this person has received the fullness of the Spirit. Well, I've observed after 16 years of walking with Christ, is that when you receive the baptism of the Spirit in your life, and I'm going to talk about what it is in just a second, there is a new authority that you take upon yourself. And if you've been baptized in the Spirit, I want you to call into this show tonight, 313-838-1035. You could tell your testimony. And there's an authority that comes upon your life. And you begin to talk with more power. You begin to speak with more power. And the scriptures or the word of God begins to make sense to you in a different way that it hasn't previously made sense to you before. Uh, and I remember when I first got baptized in the Holy Ghost, when I was uh, a young man, I had walked the Christian journey for a, a little while. And the things of this world that look still enticing. But when I got baptized in the Spirit, my witness began to change. The way I spoke about Jesus began to change. The way I testified of what He's done in my life totally began to change. I began to see that I had a helper on my side. And that was the Spirit of God. And the baptism of the Spirit, it is available for anybody tonight that wants to receive it. I'm reminded of a story of this preacher. His name was Dr. David Duplessis. They used to call him Mr. Pentecost. He was a world-famous evangelist in his time. And he was challenged by some people that weren't baptized in the Spirit. They said to him, Dr. Duplessis, 
They said, we don't subscribe to the baptism that you're talking about. However, we've watched you preach. We've watched your doctrine. We've measured the content of what you had to say. And we've discovered that you are saying the exact same thing in your sermons that we've been saying in our sermons the whole time. See, a lot of times, friend, it isn't just the content of what you're saying. It's how you are saying it. It is what you are not just are putting across in words, but it's how those words are coming forth. And they said, but we notice that when you speak, people give their hearts to Jesus. When you speak, there's miracles. When you speak, power goes forth. When you speak, it changes the hearts of people. And we want to know why your results are greater than our results if what you speak is the same thing that we're speaking. Dr. DuPlessis folded his arms. He looked at those gentlemen. He said, friends, it's very simple. You preach the truth on ice, and I preach the truth on fire. And friend, God wants you to take up the witness and testimony of Jesus that you have in your heart, and he wants to begin to allow you and create inside of you the ability to speak forth the word of God on fire and preach it with the power and demonstration of the Spirit. Listen, we serve a mighty God. And when we speak of the word of God and we speak forth the things of God, there should be power behind it to testify of Jesus. And that's the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We're going to go ahead and go to the phones. We have Mavis. Mavis is online too. Mavis, how are you tonight, sister? Oh, I am blessed. Thank the Lord. Well, praise God. We're thankful that you tuned in tonight, Mavis. Yeah, well, I'm calling the prayer from my right eye. I, I had cataract in my eye and... I operated on it uh, two years ago, and I experienced them getting darkness since after I had the surgery. And then last week, one day, I fell down on the same right side, and I hit my hip, and there's a big nut on my hip, swollen. So I'm calling asking for prayer for it, please. So you have a knot on your head right now? I'm on, on my hip. On your hip? Yeah, I fell down on my right side. Are you in pain? Well, not too much like it should. So I took my pain pill. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you know, not bad, but it still bothers me. hurt. And there's a big knot there. I'm just concerned that maybe I broke my bone or anything. Have you been unable to sleep, Mavis? No, I don't hardly sleep when I come. That's my biggest problem, too. Mm-hmm. I don't hardly sleep yeah. in, the, in the night. They just stayed up here and listened to the radio. Well, I was listening uh, to what the Spirit of God said, and I just felt by the Spirit you've been having difficulty sleep. I see you yes. only getting one or two hours a night. And what the Lord yes. says over you, I'm going to prophesy this to you, is that you're going to receive eight hours of sleep tonight. It's going to yes, be the first please. night in a long time that you've been able to sleep comfortably. Your hip's not going to bother you. Your back, you have back pain a lot of times. That's not going to bother yeah. you anymore. You have mm-hmm. neck pain. That's not going to bother you. And uh, you also have fear in your life. There's some sort of fear that you have. God's going to deliver you and set you free from Thank fear, you. and uh, I see you always worried and concerned about the future, about what's going to happen to yes, you. And, and that is so true. Yep, and you have bills that need to be paid. I see some type of mortgage or something that you, you're concerned that needs to be paid off. And no, God, I don't pay mortgage because my house is paid off. I just pay my bills because I'm, I'm at about I got married about 17 years ago, and my ex-husband he just walked out to another woman, mm. and so. I just decided my mind to be concerned and 
My kids are healthy about me too. Well, I just know the Lord is going to start paying your, help you pay your bills. And all these cares and all these concerns and these bills that are outstanding, God is going to pay those for you yes. uh, by the Spirit. But He's going to do it supernaturally. He's going to do it by His Spirit. Okay, Mavis? Yes, yes, sir. You know, the Bible says, not by might nor by power, but by yes. my Spirit. Yes. Amen? And yes. so I want you to put your hand where the pain is right now, and I'm going to pray for you, okay? Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I give you praise, and I give you glory, and I give you honor. I bring before you your daughter Mavis. In the name of Jesus, I come against this pain that's in her body. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak to this knot. I feel the anointing in my right hand right now, Mavis. I feel the healing power of God. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of this pain that's over Mavis. In Jesus' name, I release your healing now to flow into Mavis's body. I speak to this knot in the name of Jesus, and I command it to loose. I command in Jesus' name her body to be whole in Jesus name I come against this insomnia in the name of Jesus I command her sleep to be sweet I command sleep no longer to be taken from her father I pray when she lay her head down in Jesus name she sleep and she rest and I call it into being right now in Jesus name I command her finances to line up I command every bill to be paid I command insurance bills to be paid in the name of Jesus and I declare right now in Jesus name health and healing over Mavis's life when she wakes up I pray she's not sore and father I pray you release your blessing into her household right now in the name of Jesus and I thank you and I praise you that it's done I release it now in Jesus name God bless you. You're a wonderful preacher. I enjoy your preaching. Well, Mavis, I thank you, yes. sister, for supporting us. We we love you. And uh, listen, I want you to write your testimony, info at chrispalmerministries.com, okay? Well, on the one, uh, once a week you come on, and then a Saturday? Every Saturday, 12, 15 a.m. Okay, thank you. And I'll keep you up to date when I'm speaking in the area. I'll be speaking at a conference in June, okay? Yes. Thank you so much. God, God bless you, Mavis. God bless you. Have a blessed week. You too, sister. Thank you. Go in God's name. Amen. Well, we're blessed to have callers like Mavis for a calling. And uh, again, if you're out there tonight, you need prayer, you need healing, feel the anointing in the studio tonight. I want you to call in 313-838-1035. Our phone lines are hot. And we're here for you to take your calls tonight. And so we're talking about the baptism of the Spirit and the power of God. And, uh, you know, it's not popular a lot in churches today. You go to a lot of churches. They're not talking about the baptism of the Spirit. They're not talking about the supernatural. You know, there's a, a tendency for churches today to just want everybody to get along, nobody to be offended, not put a lot of emphasis on spiritual gifts. But I want to tell you, friend, you can enter into the fullness of the things that God has for you. What is the baptism of the Holy Ghost? People ask me all the time. They say, what is the baptism that you're talking about? The baptism that I'm talking about is full union with the Holy Spirit. When you, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 10, that as many as received Jesus, to them gave he power 
to become sons of God. That's John chapter 1 and verse 10. The power that John is referring to here in the first chapter, he's talking about your power to become a son of God. That's the interesting thing about Jesus. In John chapter 1, John is summarizing exactly what the next 21 chapters of the book of John is going to be about in chapter 1. It's the summary of everything that you're about to read. And he tells you that when Jesus came along, his message was that you can, through him, be a son of God. The whole message of Scripture is about sonship and walking in sonship and walking in your authority. And what made the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Essenes, and the scribes of Jesus' day upset is that when Jesus came along, he wasn't speaking about the law of Moses. He was talking about you can receive a relationship with God no longer through the law of Moses, but you can receive a relationship with God through him. And to the Pharisees and the Sadducees, this was blasphemy. Nevertheless, Jesus talked about he was the way, the truth, and the life, and it was through him or the life that was inside of Jesus that he could pass on to anybody that would believe on him and you could receive the same life or you could receive the same spirit that he had and that spirit was a spirit that would be reconciled unto God and when you receive that spirit you could enter into fellowship with God that's the gospel of sonship that's the ability that you now have to have this reborn human spirit that re that's reconciled to God and you can have fellowship out of that reborn spirit that's what John chapter 1 verse 10 is talking about so this is introduced as the power of sonship the power to go before God as a son or daughter. Someone was talking to me about sonship one time. They said, well, what do you mean by sonship? And this is what I'm saying. The Israelites, the children of Israel in the Old Testament, they were not necessarily sons and daughters of God. They never called God Father. It was always Jehovah Jireh, which means provider. It was always Jehovah Shalom, which means my peace. It was always Jehovah Sidkenu, which means our soon coming righteousness. It was always Jehovah Nisi, our banner. But never did they ever call God Father. But when Jesus came along and men and women began to enter into being born again, the Bible says that they didn't receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, which is an old nature. It says that they began to receive the spirit that cries out, Abba, Father. That's righteousness. Right standing before God because you've been made a child of the living God and your spirit no longer says that I have been kept away from the presence of God and you're afraid of him. But your spirit now says father and you can call God father because you are now his child and it qualifies you to receive the fullness of the spirit for him to begin to help you out of that nature. And so, friend. What God wants you to know tonight is he wants you to enter into sonship. He wants you to enter into having a brand new spirit where you can call him father. And when you receive that, he wants to give to you his Holy Spirit to begin to guide you and lead you out of that new nature and begin to show you everything that you have been made in him and lead and guide you through that new nature. That's called the baptism of the spirit. That's the total union of your new nature in alignment and in been forged to the spirit of God. And so in the new birth, you receive the brand new spirit. You receive the spirit of sonship. 
But the baptism of the Holy Ghost is when the Holy Spirit comes along and tag teams with that reborn spirit to help you release the power of God that's on the inside of you and manifest the kingdom of God and show people the evidence of the world to come through the power of the world to come that's come here. And that is the Holy Ghost. Friend, God wants you to have the fullness tonight. He wants to enable you to witness to others in all times, in all places, and he wants you to re release the power of the Spirit of God through this baptism. And there's no way that you can do it except through the Spirit of God in Jesus' name. We're going to go ahead and go to the phones with Pauline tonight. Pauline, how are you tonight, sister? Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing good. You're my friend from Facebook. Yes, I am. It's good. I'm glad you called in tonight. Thank you kindly. It took a lot of boldness. <laughs> are you working at the restaurant? Yes, I just got up. Oh, praise God. Well, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Um, I just want to call. I just want. I just want prayer over my life and just to rekindle God's power and Holy Spirit over my life. And I guess that's where I can start off from. You want to receive, you're saying you want to rekindle the anointing and the, the, the things that God has you, had you previously walking in, correct? Yeah, so yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I've kind of gone through like some kind of like dryness in my life and it just kind of like, I don't know if that makes sense. It just kind of, mm -hmm. it's, the light has dimmed down and I just want that light to shine shine right back up. Absolutely. I know it. And any believer that would call in tonight and be honest can tell you, Pauline, that they've gone through the exact same thing. I've never met any preacher. I've never met any minister. I've never met anybody that's serving the kingdom of God that can't say they've had a time where they've walked in dryness. But I'll tell you, I'll remind you what Paul told Timothy. And of course, it's a verse that you know, Second Timothy chapter 1, 7. Paul says, Timothy, stir up the gift of God that is in you by the laying on of hands. I just want you to remember, Pauline, that when he told that to Timothy, the gift hadn't left. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12 uh, that the gifts and callings of God over your life, the things, the graces that he's placed upon you, you didn't earn it. God gave it to you. He elected you to walk in those graces. And so you have that grace over your life or the gifts or the anointing or the call of God, the election that he's called you to, the measure that he has, that he's given you. That's not something that you work for he gave it to you and he's not going to take it back but it's our responsibility as believers to stir that up and one of the greatest ways that you can stir that up and uh you know paulie and i'll be sharing in a couple of weeks about this and i haven't got there yet but about praying in the holy ghost and praying in the spirit i remember when i was uh first beginning ministry how i would lock myself in my room and pray hours a day in the holy ghost now some people had less time than I have to do that. But nevertheless, when you pray in the Spirit, the Bible talks about how you're praying out those mysteries. The Bible says that he that prayeth in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaks out mysteries or the plans of God. And so, Pauline, when you pray in an unknown tongue or you pray in a language that the Spirit of God gives to you, or your prayer language, what you are doing is you're praying out everything that pertains to your life, is what Peter says. He says that you pray out everything that pertains to life and godliness, everything that God has called you to do, Pauline, or, or the ministry that he's laid up for you, the things that you feel that you have not yet arrived at that you should be, uh, the delays that you've run into in your life, those things begin to move out of the way because you begin to pray exactly the will of God. And when 
when you begin to pray those things out, the Lord begins to answer those things and they begin to manifest and materialize in your life. And um, I'm going to pray in just a second that the Spirit of God would release to you His fire, release to you His boldness, and not just that, but, you know, Pauline, I just believe that you're going to go through a season where the Spirit of God opens up your spiritual eyes. Uh, Paul tells uh, the church at Ephesus that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know the hope of His calling and the riches of the glory of His inheritance to the saints. And so when the Spirit of God comes along and He begins to open up to us the eyes of our understanding, we begin to see exactly what He's called us to. We begin to see uh, the things that we are in Him and the specific plan that He has for us. And what that does, Pauline, is it begins to accelerate us into our destiny. It begins to accelerate us into the grace. It begins to accelerate us into the gifts that He's laid out for us. Are you kind of comprehending what I'm saying here, Pauline? Yes, absolutely. And so it's a lot said, but my charge to you is to begin to, you know, don't beat yourself up over it. I know a lot of times that people, when they, uh, you know, see themselves maybe not where they think they're supposed to be, they get to a place where they say, well, I should be farther along than this, or they look back in hindsight and say, I wish I was that way that I was now. Uh, they beat themselves up, and the condemnation that they place upon themselves, number one, it's not from God, and it begins to slow their progress in God. It begins to slow them down a little bit, and it really keeps them out of the presence of God. Condemnation has never brought anybody into the presence of God. If you want to receive anything from the Lord, you have to be at ease, you have to be at peace, you almost have to be clear, you have to be going before God and allow that joy and that peace to bring those things to you. And... um so, but I believe Pauline God has a ministry for you. I believe that God uh, wants you to continue to flow in those things that He's, you've seen evidence of in the past. And so, I want to pray for you tonight, okay, Pauline? Great, thank you, Father. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my sister, Father. I give you praise and glory for the call of God that you have upon her life. And first and foremost, I come against every con condemning voice that's in her life. I come against any religious spirit that would try and tell her that she's not doing enough for the kingdom of God, any type of religious mentality, Father, that would try and stalk her and uh, spoil her relationship and her fellowship with Jesus. And Father, right now I pray in Jesus' name that you would release to her the fire and the power and the authority of God. I pray in Jesus' name, Father, that she would awake with a fresh fire in her spirit. I pray, Father, that you would open up the eyes of her understanding, God. I pray, God, in Jesus' name that she would enter into to a season of revelation knowledge where she begins to see the image of Jesus, that she would see the blueprint of the Son of God that's inside her now, that she begin to walk in those things, Father, that you said she could be, that she begin to walk in the authority that you said that she could have. I pray, Father, that she would have an understanding of the power that's now available to us, that she, Father, would walk in the revelation that she is now complete in you. I pray, Father, for a promotion in her life. Father, the doors that have been closed, that have been shut on her, God. I pray in Jesus' name that you would open those up. Pray you send forth angels now to open up to her opportunity. Promotion, Father God. Father, I thank you that every bill in her life is paid off. Every debt is supernaturally paid that she get out of those places, Father, where debt has kept her in, Father. And I pray in Jesus' name that she would advance and that there would be a season of acceleration over her. And I give you praise and glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. Well, Pauline, we believe that you at CPM, and uh, keep us up to date and let us know how things go, okay? Okay, great. Thank you kindly. Thank you. All right, Pauline. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you, Chris. All right. Bye-bye. Bye Bye there. We now have Monique. Monique, how are you tonight? I'm fine, Pastor. Well, praise God. We're very excited to to listen to you because I'm learning a lot from you. Well, praise God, you know, Monique, it's, yeah. our, it's our blessing to be on the air and, and to teach you. Yes, uh, just like we were talking to the, uh, uh, my sister you just prayed for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was baptized with the Holy Spirit uh, many years ago, and uh, I am a soul winner for Christ. And uh, uh, sometimes I pray, pray for people to get healed. And uh, sometimes some don't get healed. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And I want to hear from the Spirit more. Mm-hmm. Yes, so I'm asking you to pray for me so that I'll have the fullness of uh, the Spirit in me. Well, I just heard the Lord just tell me He's pleased with you, Monique. And He's pleased with your request. He's, there's a lot of people that they don't call in and and really want to go deeper. Or they don't, the desire of their heart is not to go deeper. And your request is to serve the kingdom of God more efficiently. And I want you to know that God is going to answer that request. And I'm going to pray for you that the spirit of God's voice get louder. That your spirit begin to pick it up clearer. And, uh, you know, I was sharing this verse with Pauline. She just called in. Uh, That's Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. And Paul's praying for the church at Ephesus. And you know, uh, Monique, a lot of times people believe, they think that this whole Christian journey is about works and we have to do all these things to please God. But really, the Pauline revelation, what he wrote, uh, is about a consciousness, an understanding by the Spirit of God what God has made us. And he says in Ephesians 1.17 that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened, that you would know the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory of his inheritance of saints. And then he says... And what is the exceeding power to us were to believe? And then uh, he says, uh, Monique, in, in Ephesians chapter 3, and verse number 20, uh, excuse me, verse number 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. And in verse 18 he says that you would comprehend what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height. And so the whole Christian walk has a lot to do with revelation, understanding, and comprehending spiritually by the Spirit of God what he's made us and so i'm going to pray for you and believe that god would open up that revelation knowledge to you so you get to a point monique where you open up the word of god and things from the word of god begin to jump out at you where you start praying and you really enter into what i call the spirit of seeing and knowing you just see things and know things and understand things and see things you know when you're praying monique i tell people prayer should not be hindsight it should be foresight you should see things ahead of time before they happen while you're in prayer right. and be so w- when it becomes that way if you're listening tonight you know learn this when when prayer is foresight and not hindsight in prayer you can be proactive and not reactive you can act before things happen and stop those things from happening instead of having to pick the pieces back up and that comes from the spirit of seeing and knowing you know what i mean monique yes the pastor so let me pray for you, okay? Yes, one more thing, Pastor. Okay. Yesterday was my birthday. Oh, happy I, birthday I, to you. 
61st birthday. Wow, praise God. And and uh, what I'm asking the Lord is to bless me, do what I've asked you to do, to mm-hmm. bless me with good health, mm-hmm. uh, so that I'll continue to serve Him. Praise God. For the rest of the years, I'm going to live. Well, I'm glad you called in the day after your birthday, and we wish you a happy birthday. And let me pray for you. Let me pray a special birthday blessing over you, okay? Okay, thank you, Pastor. Father, I thank you and I praise you for my sister in the Lord. I thank you for bringing her into this earth. I thank you for all the years of life that you've blessed her with. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, she comes Amen. before you in this, uh, this, this year of her life, and she is asking you to hear your voice clear her. Father, I pray that you re- release to her the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. May the eyes of her understanding be enlightened, that she would know the hope of her calling, God. Father, I pray that you would give to her a supernatural touch of your spirit. I pray your prayer times will become more revelatory, God. I pray, Father, in Jesus' name, that there would be open heaven around her, God. Pray, Father, that she would see herself operating in the supernatural power of God. I pray that where her ministry is at, God, that you would take it from 70% to 100%, God. Pray, Father, that there be people that would come to her, Lord, that need deliverance, and that, Father, by your Spirit, she would minister deliverance. I pray, Father, that she'd feel and sense the fire of God moving in and through her, God. Pray that you'd wake her up in the middle of the night, Father, and speak to her the mysteries of what you've called her to do. And I pray, Father, she'd be more effective in this year than all the years of her ministry combined. Open up doors and lead her. I give you praise, and Father, I pray for her family, her children. I pray that they would be blessed. I pray that they would all know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor. I want to meet you in person. I don't know when. Okay, well, I'll be doing a conference in June, and I'll let everybody know. And, and uh, we're, we're going to be planning a supernatural here soon. And so we'll, when we do that, we'll let you know, uh, Monique. And, and uh, But you can write us and keep us up to date, and we love and appreciate you, okay? Okay. Uh, the Lord has made me a prayer warrior. Well, praise like, uh, uh, Sunday morning, he's asked me to pray for the body of Christ. Amen. Well, because uh, he wants us to worship him in spirit and in truth. Absolutely. Because most denominations, they don't work with the Holy Spirit. They have left the Holy Spirit behind. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, and, uh, that's, a very, that's a very important yes. role. And so keep us... So in... that's one of the things that I do. I pray like for three hours in the spirit mm-hmm. every Sunday morning. Well, keep us in your prayers then, uh, Sister Monique. We, we sure would love it. Yes, and I pray, I pray for you. Our ministry is particular too. Amen. Well, thank you, Monique, and keep us up to date, okay, my sister? Okay. God bless you. Bless you, too, Pastor. Thank you. We'll go to Karen. Karen, you're on the Transforming Truth. How are you tonight? Good. Praise God. Where are you, where are you calling from? I am calling from Waxahachie. Waxahachie. That not, is that in is that in Michigan? No, it's in Texas. You're calling all the way from Texas? Mm-hmm. Well, well Karen, we appreciate your phone call. And welcome to the show. How can we help you tonight? Well, I've been having some headaches that um, I got prayed for a while back, you know, because I didn't know that it was occurring. I was so uncomfortable all the time. And they stopped, and I saw that there was a difference. I wasn't, you know, bothered anymore. And lately, they've been getting intense. And um, I just found out through prayer that somebody I know has also been having headaches and so just basically healing with that, because I don't know what the root is. I'm thinking it might be stress, but I don't quite understand. 
And then another thing is my family, to just healing within my family in all aspects. Like my mother, um, just the enemies attacking her body. And, you know, my grandmother, she's getting older and just hmm. little things like that. Absolutely. Do you have a headache right now? Yeah, it, it just it feels, I feel bothered. Like there's a constraint or something. Hmm. Well, let's go ahead and pray for it, okay, Karen? Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for Karen. Lord, your word promises us healing. And Father, she's called in. She needs a touch. She wants to receive healing tonight. This headache is not from you. So in the name of Jesus, I take authority over this headache. I take authority over all the root and cause of this headache right now. And in the name of Jesus, I command... Whatever is causing this headache, in Jesus' name, I command it to go, and I command it to depart, and I command it to flee, and I command it to cease right now, in the name of Jesus, and I break the power of the enemy over her life, God. I speak health over her, Karen. I speak healing over her, in the name of Jesus. And Father, I speak a blessing over her family, God. Father, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over anything in her family that is causing division that is causing father all sorts of problems father i speak peace right now in the name of jesus and father i pray there be a turnaround in her family that there be a turnaround father in the in her family's lives god and father i just pray that you begin to iron everything out supernaturally by your spirit pray that you release joy i command depression to leave her family i command in jesus name confusion to leave this family god and father i pray in the name of jesus that there be a new day in Karen's family and we thank you and we praise you for it in Jesus name amen Amen. praise God you know uh, Karen I remember one time when I was uh, in Chicago on ministry uh, I woke up and I had probably the worst headache I ever had in my whole life it was such a bad headache I felt like my head was going to explode literally I wanted to take my head off and uh, <laughs> and um, when I was, uh, I searched all around. I didn't have any Tylenol. And the Spirit of God spoke to me. And he, so clear, he said, tell it to depart. And uh, it was almost like he gave me that word and says, tell it to depart. And my head's in pain and it's throbbing. And so I just remember hearing myself out of my voice. I said, headache in Jesus' name, depart. And Karen, as soon as I said that, that headache disappeared and never came back. I mean, it was... Tylenol or no medicine could have completely healed me the way that speaking forth the word of God did. And so you have authority as a child of God. You have power. It's been given to you by the Spirit of God. And anytime you feel those headaches coming on you, I remember I told this to one of my friends that was in college and he didn't believe me. I said, Craig, I said, next time you have a headache, I want you to tell it to leave. Take authority over it. And so he came back. Uh, well, he used to work at UPS. He came back into the dorms that next night. And he said, uh, he was laughing. He said, you know, Chris, I got a headache at work. And I said, you know, I'm going to do what Chris Palmer told me to do. And he said, headache, <laughs> he said, headache in Jesus' name and leave. And he said, as soon as he said that, that headache departed. And sometimes it's just the enemy that wants to distract you and to bother you and to disturb you. But thanks be to God, Karen, you have authority over the power of darkness. Amen? Amen. So write as your testimony and let us know how things go, okay? Okay. Okay, Karen. Well, God bless you, and keep us involved, and find us on Facebook, okay? Okay. Okay, God bless you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, praise God. If you're online, stay tuned. We'll take your call when we get back after this short break. 
WMUZ Detroit in crystal clear digital HD and online at WMUZ.com. And we're back here on the Transforming Truth radio broadcast. And we are finishing up talking about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Of course, we didn't get a lot uh, into it tonight, so we'll finish up next week. But people always say, they say, Reverend Palmer, how can I receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? Well, uh, Jesus said in Scripture, asking it shall be given you, seeking you shall find, knock and the door shall be open. It also says, uh, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And so, believing on Jesus is the way to receive the fullness of the Spirit. I remember one time, I was preaching in the Virgin Islands, and one of my friends called me, and he told me, uh, you know, Chris, I really want to receive the baptism of the Spirit. And I could see, and I could tell, that when we were talking, there was a power present. It was everything that was being said, it was being said with the presence of God. And you could tell if you were there uh, when that conversation took place that there was such a desire and there was such a hunger in him to want the fullness of the Spirit. And he said, I really want it, Chris. And I remember the Spirit of God told me, he said, just tell him to speak. And I said, you know, I want you to speak. Just speak. And all of a sudden he started speaking and tongues began to flow right out of his lips. And I remember that he got, when, when those tongues started flowing out of his mouth, he got so overwhelmed. It's almost like he dropped the phone. And I, um, I told him, I said, hey, this is what I want you to do. I want you to just, I'm going to hang up, I'm going to put the phone down, and you just go ahead and keep praying and call me tomorrow. So he called me the next day, and he said, Chris, I've been praying, when, when, I, when I hung up with you last night, I prayed in tongues for an hour and a half, and all day at work today while I was operating the tool and die, he said, uh, I was praying in the Spirit, he says, my life uh, is completely changing just after this one night of prayer in the Spirit. And, friend, God wants to pray through you. He knows that you're limited in your knowledge and your understanding, and He wants to pray through you the perfect will of God. Now, there's a lot of books and commentaries and preachers, and they want to come against tongues. They want to say, well, it's not of God, it's of the devil, and I've heard all that stuff before. But I can tell you the one thing that you cannot deny, that I cannot deny, that cannot be taken away from me, is that praying in tongues has radically changed my life. It has changed my understanding of Scripture uh, it has changed everything for me. And when you meet people that are praying in the Holy Ghost, they'll tell you the exact same thing. And we have no reason to just, just lie and tell you this for what. And uh, But it will radically change you. And another thing is, so you can hunger after the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That's one way to receive it. Or another way to receive it is just hungering for more of Jesus. Uh, I remember there's people that I've seen in my ministry, they don't even know that there's such a thing as praying in tongues. They don't even know there's such a thing as the baptism of the Spirit. And they come up and they get radically saved, and all of a sudden they start praying in tongues. And the reason why that happens to them, and then you have to later explain to them and say, this is what happened. Uh, they got baptized in the Holy Ghost, and it's accompanied with prayer in tongues. It's not the same thing, but baptism in the Spirit is accompanied with praying in tongues. And they say, uh, what happened? What is this? And I said, well, the, you, you receive the fullness of the Spirit. And, see, their heart is hungering for God. It's hungering for Jesus. And they, they want more of God. And God sees that in their heart. And God knows that if they just knew about this, they would want it. They'd receive it. So he answers their heart before they even have an opportunity 
to figure out what it is that they want. The Bible says, you know, in Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 13, that even when we're unfaithful, God yet remains faithful to us. So sometimes we don't even know what we need and God will give it to us. And so you can hunger for the baptism of the Spirit or you can just hunger for more of God and he'll, he'll give to you what it is that your heart is reaching for. You don't have to wait for it. You don't have to tarry. He told his disciples to tarry for it, but that was before he came. Now he's here and you can have him when you believe on him. Go ahead and go to the phones or on line two. Who is this I'm talking to tonight? Teresa, how you doing? Good, Teresa. How are you? I'm doing well. It was encouraging to hear you. It's the first time I heard you. God bless you. Well, t- Teresa, I'm, I'm glad you tuned in. It's our honor to have you online with us tonight. <laughs> you know, um, your prayers were really touching me. Wow. I needed a, a, a word of encouragement. I'm calling to ask if you would pray with me, healing for me and my daughter mm-hmm. from being abused. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been out of that situation now, but I have a tendency to get angry, and, you know, she does too, and I need the joy restored mm-hmm. um, of me serving the Lord. Absolutely. What I would say uh, to you, Teresa, is, you know, what God wants to do for you is he wants to give to you inner healing in your life. You know, there's emotional things that you have. Uh, you know, one of the, m- the main roles of Jesus when he came, it says in Luke chapter 4, is that he came to heal the brokenhearted. That's, all the other things that were listed in there were physical healings, but you're also made up of a soul. And when your soul gets damaged, uh, your soul needs repairing. Yeah. And abuse has a way of damaging your soul the same way that cancer has a way of damaging the body. And Jesus can heal you tonight uh, inwardly of the bruises that were left upon your soul because of abuse in whatever form it came, as well as your daughter. Okay. And so... Because I especially want it for my daughter. Absolutely. And uh, is your daughter, does your daughter live with you? Yes, we, we live together. Okay. Actually, I, I stay with my mom now. I left my home. I just walked away from that situation because I have a granddaughter also. And I need to get my girls out of harm's way. And are you out of harm's way? Yes. Okay, so there's nothing that that's all taken care of then. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to pray for you, Teresa, and I want you. Need, you know, God continue to protect us and strengthen us. Amen. Well, I'll, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pray for you, Teresa. Then you can email us at info at chrispalmerministries dot com and. We can help you a little bit further and, and, and get you into the right place where you can speak to someone that can help you with inner healing, okay? I appreciate that. You said info what? Info at chrispalmerministries.com. Wait a minute. Uh, info at... Okay. Wait a minute. Okay. Thank you. Let me pray for you, okay, Teresa? Okay. Father, I thank you and I praise you for Teresa... Father, your word says that you came to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives. In the name of Jesus, I come against every emotional wound, every scar, every memory of abuse that's in Teresa and in her daughter. And right now, I neutralize it by the power of the Spirit. Father, I pray your Holy Ghost would come upon her right now and come upon her daughter. And in Jesus' name, I break the power of every lying spirit. I break the 
power of every emotional wound. I break the power of every memory that is at work and that is alive and that is fueling and powering their emotions. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray, Father, for total deliverance. I speak deliverance right now. I pray, Father, every spirit of anger leave in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father, every spirit of harassment leave in Jesus' name. Father, I come against fear. Is you also have fear, Teresa, that you'll go back to the old life and that the things that you walked away from will come looking for you again. And God wants you to know that he's protecting you, that he has you covered. And so in the name of Jesus, I come against every spirit that would try and torment and harm and harass. I break his power now. And Father, I pray that the fullness of your spirit would come upon Teresa and her family, God. Father, I pray that they would grow in understanding and revelation, knowledge of you. And I pray, Father, for total health and total healing emotionally in the name of Jesus. And I pray for Teresa's daughter that she would grow up to be a wonderful woman of God, that she would have no rebellion in her life. I come against any type of man that's lying to her and trying to take her down the wrong road. I just speak and declare she'll be a woman of God, that she'll make the right decisions, that she'll stand up for morality and the right things, God. God, and that, Father, she will not get ahead of herself. And I thank you and I praise you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor. Teresa, God loves you. You know that. Yes. You know, I just realized that forgiveness doesn't mean to be abused, misused, or mm-hmm. mistreated. That God, God wouldn't make me cry. Well, you know, he also wants, the Lord wants to touch you and, and keep you from any type of substance. You know, a lot of times when we're, we we get abused and our, our soul is hurting, what happens is we, we pick up substances, we look for ways to ease our emotions. Yeah. And God wants to, uh, he wants to help you with that. He wants to keep you free from any type of alcohol, any type of smoking, or anything that you could use to alleviate the pressure. God wants to free from those things, Teresa. And so, uh, you know, he's cleansing you from the inside out. He wants me to let you know that, okay? Thank you. I'll be in touch with you. Thank you. Okay. God in- bless you. Info at chrispalmerministries.com, okay? Okay. God bless you, Teresa. Bye-bye. We want to remind our audience tonight that, uh, you know, the Transforming Truth broadcast is here for you. You know, we get testimonies of people that get healed, people get, get delivered. You know, we preach the supernatural power of God, not because we feel we have to but we have to because it's alive and it's at work it's something that is real when you come to understand that power and how it's available to everybody that believes and so we're here we'll be here next week uh same time 12 15 a.m 1035 so call in and, and if you need prayer you need a touch from god call in but i want to remind you tonight before we go is that when you receive the fullness of the spirit when you turn your life over to the spirit of god you know i remember one time someone said why do you preach about the holy spirit so much uh aren't we supposed to be always talking about jesus well i realize that the spirit of god's ministry is to point us towards jesus and he speaks of jesus but the holy spirit turns people over to jesus and so one thing that I cannot do as a, as, as a preacher is I can't make you see the reality of Jesus, even though if I've experienced Jesus for myself, but the Holy Spirit can. And so if I can lead you into a relationship and an understanding of how to turn your life over to the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God can iron out for you, and He can get out all the wrinkles, and He can uh, make sense of your walk and your journey as a believer into everything that Jesus said that you could be. And so this ministry... 
Chris Palmer Ministries and this radio broadcast is about teaching you how to have your own relationship with the Spirit of God and how to enter into the fullness of the Spirit so that you can be everything Jesus said that you could be inside of Him. And so the way and the entry point, the access point of that is being baptized in the Spirit. And then after you receive that baptism in the Spirit, you uh, you begin to cooperate and participate with the Spirit. You know, the Bible says, in, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. You haven't received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you've received the spirit of adoption. And because we've been adopted into the family of God, when we think of God... Now, someone asked me one time, they said, how do you know you're saved, Brother Palmer? When I think of God, I don't just think of God. I think of Him as my Father. The world calls God, God. But I call God my father. I call God my daddy. And that's not because um, I have made myself think of him that way. That's because when I received Jesus, I received a reborn human, a reborn spirit. Inside my spirit, my inner man was reconciled to God, sin having been removed. And now I received the genetics and the DNA and the life of Jesus and that makes me part of the family of God. And when I think on God, I think He's my Father. And when you receive that kind of relationship with God, when you enter into an understanding that you are now a child of God, then it says in Romans 8:16 that the Spirit itself, or the Holy Spirit, He comes along to bear witness with your spirit and to help you walk and help you grow as a child of God. And that is where we're going to pick up next week and talk about how the Holy Spirit, you can on purpose get the Holy Spirit to help you walk in everything He's called you to be. It doesn't matter if you're fearful or if you're in torment or if you have an addiction or you have a bondage in your life or whatever it is that you're dealing with tonight or you're just not reaching your potential. Friend, you can on purpose turn yourself over to the Holy Spirit and He can begin to march you out of every torment that you're in and march you out of every uh, thing and habit that you, that you formed in your life and bring you into everything God says that He wants you to be. Don't have to condemn yourself. You don't have to make yourself feel guilty. You can leave all that behind. That can't change. You've tried willpower. You've tried, you know, being strong. You've tried human strength. God wants you now to start depending on your spirit, on His spirit, to turn yourself over to His spirit. He loves you, friend. We'll be back here next week, 12:15 a.m. on the Transforming Truth Radio broadcast. We'll be live again next week. So call in 838-1035. If this show has been a blessing to you, you can find our podcast on iTunes, On the Road with Chris Palmer. You can also write us CPM, P.O. Box 403, Wald Lake, Michigan, 48390. Send your prayer requests in. If you want to make a contribution, you can send them in there. We love you, God bless you, and we will see you next week. Now that you've received the transforming truth of the Word of God, go deeper. Go to our website, chrispalmerministries.com. Or log on to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Chris Palmer Ministries. Then partner with Chris financially at Chris Palmer Ministries, P.O. Box 403, Walled Lake, Michigan, 48390. And tune in again every Saturday night at 1215 a.m. for Transforming Truth with Chris Palmer on WMUZ 103.5 FM, The Light. Meet.